you know, I, I do want to give a little big up to my girl Leona because, um, you know, I didn't see that pairing coming. You know, I trusted Katrina's, you know, Katrina's pairing there, and she was like, you know, I really want you to play with Leona, and, um, you know, I could be, not be more proud of her. Like, the way she handled herself, the way she played. You know, she's honestly, you know, hopefully the whole world now sees how good she is. So, um, yeah, just, uh, just really, really proud of the whole team, honestly. Wow, congratulations to the European Solheim Cup team. What a day it was in the singles yesterday. I'm not sure how much you guys got a chance to see of it. First of all, Europe comes in with a two-point lead. And then at one point, they led in eight of the matches. Remember, they only needed four points to retain. So they were up by in eight of them, and it looked like it would just be an absolute landslide victory by Team Europe. And then the home team came back. It was hosted at Inverness in Ohio, and Team USA came fighting back against Team Europe. Team Europe, however, to their credit, held their nerve, and they held on enough that it, when it was all said and done, it was a two-point victory uh, to finish. It was such an incredible day. Now, today, we have a lot to go through with you. You will hear from the parties on the Fairways of Life show today. I can tell you that myself and Dom are racing to the airport because today we're going to be flying up to Boyne Golf and very much looking forward to getting to see everybody there and hanging out with the listeners. You know, we had hoped that this would be a time and place, you know, best laid plans, right? But we'd hoped it would be a time and place where we'd be well on the other side of COVID. And it would be, we were even calling it kind of like a Fairways of Life family reunion when it first started. And lo and behold, we're, we're dealing with, uh, you know, the new waves and all the rest. So what we did was we took a lot of the events and we've moved them to outside. Like tomorrow, we have a, a big family style a barbecue that we're just all going to get together and just hang out. We're doing it right by the right up on, on the shores. Uh, so we're looking right out of the water and everything's going to be beautiful up there at Bay Harbor. So and then we've got tons of golf. Really can't wait. All of it that lies in store. So in the singles, as it, it, well, uh, Andrew, you could put it up on the board if you would, uh, on the television screen if you would, what actually happened in terms of those matches. And I'll run through them with you for those of you listening to us on the radio side as well. But on the TV side, you can see it. Uh, Thompson and Nordquist ended up having their match. They were first out in the day. And this was kind of the flow of things. Ewing and Sagstrom versus Sagstrom. Sagstrom wins it 3-2. and two. Cupcho and McGuire. Uh, McGuire wins it 5-4. and four. So, although it's the, when you look at a board, the order that the players went out isn't necessarily the order that the results came in, but it still tells a story, even when you look at it in terms of following the blue and red. For Leona McGuire, she was the first Irish woman ever to play in a Solheim Cup team, and she ended up winning four and a half points and playing in every session. It was just an incredible performance. From there, we had Nellie Corda in Georgia Hall. And again, with everything that Nellie went through this week, first of all, her game was a little nervy looking at that. She, she was quoted after the Solheim yesterday as saying that coming into the week as number one is hard. I paraphrased what she said. Uh, but then when there was the rules controversy where a lot of people blamed her for the fact that a rules official ruled otherwise and made the decision stand. 
So as a result, Nelly got a lot of the grief of what took place as well. So bottom line in her match was she found something late and she ended up winning one up in that match. Haragai versus Boutier and Boutier was tough. Five and four victory for Europe there. Ernst and Kurtz Madsen ended up having their match. And then there was Castron and Salas. And it was interesting because Lizette fought well and right until the end. But Matilda uh, Castron ended up winning one up when it was all said and done. And, the, and the, this is another one, I guess, with uh, along with Leona McGuire's story that's so amazing, is Matilda Castron's story, which if you don't already know it, when you hear it, you scratch your head and go, wow, it's almost like it was meant to be for the European Solheim Cup team. Before I get into that, I want to remind everybody that BenHoganGolf.com is where you can log on and see all of the wonderful products that are available for Ben Hogan Golf because the relationship is a direct one between you and Ben Hogan. Uh, They are your tour truck. If there's something that you're interested in, call them up. If you want to try it, they're going to send it to you to try. You can trade in the clubs that you have. You can finance the clubs that you want to buy. Any way that it works for you that you want to work it out, they're happy to work with you. That's how special it is. And, And then I think how special is it really when you get to slip Ben Hogan Golf Clubs into your golf bag? That's what I think the best part of all of it is, and you won't pay anywhere near what you would uh, if you were buying them uh, in a retail store because there is no middleman. Again, that relationship is direct. BenHoganGolf.com for more information on that. So, Castrid, as of June 1st, right? Think of the data I just gave you. As of June 1st, was not a member of the LET. So, on the 13th of June, she wins the LPGA Mediheal. She declares she's going to go to Europe. She declares that she's going to play in these four events. She knows that she has to win one of those four events, but she's coming in playing well. So you could see where she had the confidence to make such a decision, a declaration, and hope. She wins the Gantz Open on the LET. So by the end of July, she was a winner on the LPGA Tour. She was a winner and member on the LET, the Ladies European Tour, and thus paved the way for everything that took place for her with with three points at this Solheim Cup. Is that incredible or what? From there, as you guys can see on the screen, on the television screen, and and again, for the radio side, I'm with you. The next four matches are all red, all USA. Brittany Altamari wins 2-1 over Charlotte Saganda. Uh, Megan Kane wins 3-2 over Sofia Popoff. You let me know wins one up over Mel Reed. And I know that was a big win because Mel Reed is the inspirational core, isn't she, of the the European Solheim Cup team, the Ferris. And then Jessica Corda wins 3-1 over Charlie Hull. In the last match, uh, Pedersen ended up beating Kang one up in that one. And that that was a fun match too. But by then, in fairness, how was it that uh, Judy Rankin said, I'm trying to remember the words that she said yesterday, something like the... The enthusiasm is gone. She didn't use that exact phrase, but whatever she said, because she's so brilliant at what she says, the way it came out just seemed so perfect to encapsulate what at that point was a decision that was already done. Uh, And like I said, when it was all said and done, it ended up, and it was great. They both played very well in that final hole. It's just that Pedersen had the advantage and made the putt. And when it was all said and done, it was a two-point victory for the European Solheim Cup team. And it's the first time that they have, have gone back-to-back and then won in the United States to do it. Uh, it, was, it was 
it was very impressive uh, by, by everyone. And, and the event was very impressive. And I hope that the event, it, you know, I, we talk so much about growing the game, growing the game, that I think at some point people start to roll their eyes and go, uh, anything associated with the game, people start to say that it's growing the game. But in this case, I really think it can and does. Uh, you're, you're seeing the best female athletes in the sport uh, competing at their pinnacle. Now, I'm not taking anything away from the other countries, South Korea or what have you. I'm talking about in this competition. You're seeing the best of the best from Europe. You're seeing the best of the best from the United States competing against each other. And they're doing it in a way that was just full of so much class and excitement. So, hey, Dom, I am curious. Your, your results, you put out a survey yesterday and said when you had a choice to watch the the tour championship or the Solheim cup, how did the voting come back? What was, what was the percentage uh, split on the, on the votes in the survey? Uh, If I remember correctly, I'm trying to get it up now because I had shut it down, but if I remember correctly, it was pretty massively in the favor of the Solheim cup. I I assumed as much. Yeah. That's why, that's why I was asking. 66% is the number. All right, 66% of you or those of you that answered Dom's surveys, uh, and I say surveys plural because you put it out through various uh, social media platforms that we have, uh, said that you watched the Solheim Cup, which is absolutely brilliant and rightfully so. Uh, PGA Tour Superstore is a presenting sponsor of the Fairways of Life show. We're so proud to represent the number one golf retailer in America and their big, beautiful stores that are packed with everything you possibly could need in the game of golf and their staff with the best in the world. They're professionals and, and they know what they're doing and they want to make sure that you get exactly what you want. Uh, PGATourSuperstore.com is a great place to get started. So let's get started today with this. Uh, we take you first of all to the sound from the victors, a European uh, Solheim Cup team, and they close the deal and obviously they are over the moon. I'm delighted to be joined on stage by the winners of the 21, 2021 Solheim Cup Team Europe. First off, Katrina, how proud are you of this team? I'm so proud of this team. I mean, at the end of the day, I I don't hit any golf shots. It's really all up to them. They're the ones that won it. So um, they deserve all the credit. So thank you, team. You make me look good. (laughs) And what was it like watching those final few matches and watching Matilda's putt? Must say it's pretty nerve-wracking. When you're on the sidelines, you really you can't do anything about it. Um, I mean, Matilda made a fantastic up and down from kind of a plug line in the bunker and then hold, what, about a, an 18-footer to, to win her match. And, and that the tide had been kind of turning towards the Americans, and I think that just turned it back towards us. And then Emily finished it off with her victory on the last hole. Yeah. I'm going to open it up for questions. Start off in the room with Steve Eubanks. Uh, Beanie, you're familiar with the phrase woman of the match. Do you think Leona qualifies? And what do you think of her performance this week? <laughs> I think she certainly qualifies, but I think this team was, we were always one team, and I think we, we win as a team or we lose as a team. So um, it's tough to pick out individuals. I think they all played fantastically well. So, uh, yeah, we're all one team. And, and one last question. 16 of the matches throughout the week went all the way to the 18th hole. Have you ever seen anything like that? And, and uh, how were you guys able to close so late? 
No, I mean, I think that just shows... It, I mean, I think, obviously, the last Solheim was um, down to the last match as well. I mean, I think that's what, that's what makes this so exciting. I think that's why there are 130,000 fans out here in Toledo. I mean, I think we've got to say a, a huge thank you to all of them. Imagine if the Europeans had been able to travel. We might have been up at 200,000. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's events like these that grow the game and grow women's golf. And um, I think we've put on another spectacular performance this time. Thanks, Steve. Question this Mat side. Matilda, the bunker shot. The, the bunker shot on 18, can you just kind of go through that one and uh, what it was, you know, the lie, what you were thinking and how you played it, as well as what it was like having everybody watching you on that hole as well, especially when you're putting? Well, the lie was pretty terrible. It was plugged uh, right under the lip. So uh, luckily, I had some room to work with. I had some green to work with, and um, I just had to get it out and get it rolling. And um, it actually came out a little better than I was expecting. And it, I think it had a little bit of spin on it, too. And there was a little bit of a backstop to help it like come back. So that shot actually ended up better than what I, what I was expecting. But um, it was just so cool having the whole team there and um, just seeing those um, blue and yellow colors on the sidelines and people cheering and um, I mean I knew that putt was important but I, I didn't exactly know what the score was at that time and I just I just knew I had to make it and uh, me and Mikey uh, picked a good line and uh, I picked the right right pace and it went straight in and yeah that feeling was incredible. Uh, just one more question. You said earlier in the week on Wednesday that you saw the, the photo of Patterson making the putt and how much you just wished, wow, I wish I could do that as well. What was it? Now you could be up there in, in 2023 on the Spain wall. What is it like making a putt like that that's uh, kind of in Solheim Cup lore now? I mean, that putt that Suzanne made was really inspiring, and uh, seeing that picture every day um, was super inspiring. And... Um, Honestly, like it was a team effort. I, I know I made a great putt on 18, but um, everyone played so well this week, and we're all just such a good team, and everyone works well together. And um, our team chemistry and team atmosphere is just just amazing. I mean, I didn't really know what to expect coming in as a rookie, but it's just been so much fun, and uh, it's just been an amazing week altogether. Thank you. Thank you. Bethan? Yeah. Uh, You've all talked about how great the chemistry is on this team. Can you take us inside the team room, one of you, maybe Mel, and paint a picture of what that chemistry looks like? <laughs> uh, lucky me. Thank you, Bethan. Um, um, honestly, like, I think me and Beanie were just talking out there. Like, If we were to pick 12 players, this would have been it. Uh, we've got an unbelievable captain. We've got amazing assistant captains and unbelievable support staff. Um, I honestly have not been more proud um, of my team uh, or of the team, I should probably say. Um, obviously, Beanie's done a fantastic job. Like, she picked some partnerships that we weren't sure of. Like, Leona definitely did not want to play with me. Um, I think she likes me a little bit. I'm maybe getting a Christmas card. We're not sure yet. <laughs> But, um, you know, everyone stepped up. You know, everyone was a huge part of this team. This is a team win for sure. And we had to become a unit to, to beat such a world-class American team. And, you know, I'm just so glad that we were able to, to win the cup back. And, um, yeah, honestly, I, I could not be more proud and 
this is this is the you know not by far. Obviously, I've been part of some amazing Solheim Cup teams, but you know as my as my fourth one playing and, and one being assistant, like this is uh, this is the most amazing team I've ever been part of. So I'm, I'm just amazingly proud with every single person on this team. So it was a really amazing week. Thanks, Bethan. Yeah, to follow up on that, Mel, you talked about this being the strongest team, I think, on Wednesday when you came, Wednesday or Thursday when you came in here. Can you tell us what, what led you to that? And did, did they, and they clearly didn't disappoint, did they? No, I mean, you just got to look at the way the rookies played. I mean, they, they weren't scared. They're completely fearless. Um, you know, they've either won or all played amazingly well in the LPJ. They're not scared of these girls. You know, we, we've, in the past, I feel like, you know, they've not really played much golf um, on the LPGA, and, you know, these girls are not like that. Um, everyone just played amazing. Everyone played their part. You know, the team room, the atmosphere, we, we have to become a unit to, to be able to beat such a world-class American team and to do it on their home soil with all the fans. You know, we didn't have many fans here this week, obviously, with protocols, and obviously we had a lot of support at home, but, you know, we, we didn't hear the chants. You know, you just got to hear it on the first tee. And, you know, the fans, I think, to us a lot of, you know, they've been amazing to a certain extent and, um, you know, we appreciate that and it's been amazing to play here in Toledo but, um, yeah, I think that the most important thing is, is the rookies have just performed. You know, they've just been amazing and uh, honestly, I'm just extremely, extremely proud of them and, you know, I, I do want to give a little big up to my girl Leona because, um, you know, I didn't see that pairing coming. You know, I trusted Katrina's, you know, Katrina's pairing there and she was like, you know, I really want you to play with Leona and, um, you know, I could be, not be more proud of her. Like, the way she handled herself, the way she played. You know, she's honestly, you know, hopefully the whole world now sees how good she is. So, um, yeah, just, uh, just really, really proud of the whole team, honestly. Katrina, you were, you were in Colorado and played on that team. Can you talk about the, the differences or the similarities between the Colorado team and this team, since you're both one in the U.S.? Yeah, I think the similarities were um, the, the rookies played so well. I think in Colorado, I remember watching on that Saturday afternoon and, you know, I think uh, Lotta sent out all the rookies and they won 4-0 in that session. So I think that probably is a, is a similarity is how well the rookies have played. I mean, I think um, to, to win a Solheim Cup, you have to have all your players playing well and you have to, all, you have, to have all your players contrib contribute points. And um, that's what we did this week. And our rookies stepped up to it under the probably the most extreme circumstances with really having no, no European fans. So um, very proud of them. And can you talk about Saturday when you guys won the first session? <laughs> uh, that kind of set the tone for the entire cup, I would assume. Does, do, you, do you look at it that way now? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we got off to the dream start, winning three and a half to a half. Um, you know, we, you could never have dreamed of getting off to a start like that. But, um, you know, deep down, I knew the Americans were going to come back like they did. And, and Saturday, I think the finish we had that last hour, getting kind of that two and a half to one and a half, I think was what that session was. Um, it just kind of buoyed our team. I think Mel's and Leona getting that win on the last, um, or half point, was it half point? Half. A half point, sorry, just kind of kept us going, kept the momentum with us. And, um, you know, that we had a great, um, we had kind of great momentum on um, Sunday night going into the singles. And I think um, having that two-point lead, obviously, um, was a great advantage to us playing away from home. I think um, you probably need a little bit of a lead going into the singles. Thank you, Bethan. Oh, Katrina, would, would you do this again? 
nope, it's over to someone else now. <laughs> I think we have so many good past players, and I think everyone deserves their chance to be captain. Um, I think to be part of the Solheim, um, you know, I was lucky enough to play in nine and now captain two, and I've had a fantastic time. It's been, it's, it's the best week I've had every two years, and to have been involved in it now with, for what, that's over 20 years. Um, you know, I'm sure I'll be there watching, but uh, it's someone else's turn. I wonder who that could be. <laughs> No idea. Uh, can I ask Anna a question? How, how would you describe uh, Katrina's legacy in the Solheim Cup as a player and now as a captain? I, uh, I think we all look up to Katrina Matthew a lot. Um, she's been a great role model for, for all of us. I've had the opportunity to play with her on the team, which has been a huge honor. Uh, obviously watched her growing up. Um, playing, I think, the first two rounds of uh, the British Open, the year when Katrina won, seeing her shoot 29 in the back nine of Lillian St. Dan is still probably one of the best scores I've, or rounds I've ever seen, uh, seeing her um, win, obviously, just after having a, her second baby. It's, it's still amazing. Uh, she's been a great Solon Cup player. I remember watching her in 2003 in Barsebeck, um, when I was outside the ropes and could only dream about making one team and now I made, made a few. Um, but having her as a captain the last two days or two years and seeing the way she has led the team, um, the way she's brought all, all the girls together, hands down, this is the best team I think Europe ever had. Uh, she had, did have to make a few hard uh, decisions of leaving a few other players that have been playing good out, but uh, just the calm that she has around her and the confidence she has in all the players, um, the way everything is thought out and um, how easy her and the rest of the assistant captains make it for us. It's, uh, it's been an honor to play for her as a captain the last two Solon Cups. Congratulations to the European Solheim Cup team. What a victory. And like I said, both teams. Team USA and Team Europe handled themselves, I thought, with complete class throughout, even though there were some snafus from a rule standpoint, again, unfortunately. PXG's new Gen 4 golf clubs are the most advanced, best-performing clubs that we've ever made, packed with new innovations. Aluminum vapor technology, precision weighting technology, export technology, and more. Gen 4 irons, drivers, fairways, and hybrids deliver incredible ball speed, distance control, sound, and feel. Visit pxg.com or call 844-PLAY-PXG to learn more. PXG, nobody makes golf clubs the way we do, period. When we come back, we will hear from USA. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours, and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles. And they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. 
I'm Tiger Woods, and I chose Bridgetone. I wanted to be with a company that I knew, and then on top of that, that made superior products. So I did. I came back and I started playing with the Bridgetone Tour BXS, and it's allowed me to maintain the spin and the feel I like around the greens, especially my short irons, but also have that penetrating flight through the wind. The aerodynamics have been phenomenal. I know the quality that Bridgetone has, R&D that's available to them, and what they were able to create that helped me win golf tournaments. Even though we're in Texas, we don't believe that bigger is always better. At Ben Hogan Golf, we believe in something called micromanufacturing, a concept Mr. Hogan taught us long ago. It's a belief that handcrafting golf clubs one at a time to your exacting specifications is the reason we make some of the best quality and best performing equipment in the world. And we don't believe in big prices. That's why we only sell directly to you at BenHoganGolf.com. Let me ask you a question. Are you in pain on the golf course? You know, pain management is a crisis in America. It affects over 100 million people and 35% of golfers, but now we can do something about it. BioFit 360 is a new company here to help us manage and alleviate that pain naturally. They've developed a formula that safely extracts CBD from the hemp plant and utilizes all of its healing properties to help us. They have a relief cream, they have gummies, they have sleep aids, and much more. It will change the way you feel on the golf course and in life. All you need to do is head to BioFit360.com. Feel better, do better, be better. Hi, I'm Brian Hammonds. You country club members can now represent your club and compete in a Ryder Cup-style event. The inaugural Country Club National Championship presented by Fuzzy's Ultra Premium Vodka. It's October 12th through the 17th at Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. The field is limited, so don't delay. For more information, go to ccncgolf.com. That's ccncgolf.com. I hope to see you and your team in Orlando. Streamsong is so special with three top 100 U.S. courses designed by four legendary architects. Tom Doak's Blue Course, Bill Core and Ben Crenshaw's Red Course, and Gil Hansen's Black Course. Secluded by thousands of acres, the greatest golf stories are lived, not told. Streamsongresort.com Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today, and they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know, PXG, nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Log on to pxg.com. Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world. The Fairways of Life show. On air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews. Unforgettable stories. Taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host... New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on this Tuesday. Get ready to hop on an airplane and fly up to Boyne Golf and hang out with a whole bunch of you guys. And we're really looking forward to it. This was a trip, if you guys remember, that we did differently than most. I wouldn't say all because this is becoming more and more of the trend where we're saying to people, 
it doesn't matter if, you're, if your significant other plays golf or doesn't play golf. The places we go have so much to do that it doesn't make a difference. I can't remember what day it is. Dom, is it Thursday that, that all the ladies are going up to uh, Mackinac Island? Does that sound familiar yes, to you? Yes, Thursday is the day. And I got that the name right, right? a big right? day for the ladies. <laughs> you can tell Dom's like, all, of the, all the husbands are excited because I think – I think we're going to just spend the whole day playing golf, and, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of uh, beverages consumed and probably cigars and everything else. that will. So everyone's like, yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Go to the island because they've got to take a ferry out there and everything too, right? They're, they're, going, to have, they're going to be very busy. And not, not, not saying, just saying, we happen to be playing 36 holes that day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by, by chance, just by chance, can you believe it? Yeah, it's going to be in at least 36 holes that day, too. Anyway, so you can see we're all excited about a lot of different things. And, and right, out, right outside where we're staying at Boyne Harbor, there's a huge fire pit. And so at night, we're all just going to be chilling there and, you know, hanging out together. So it's just I'm so looking. There's something about this trip that I've been looking forward to literally all year. Boyne is such a special place and all the different golf courses that we are going to see. Well, in the last segment, you heard from Team Europe. And it was, it was fun to share in the joy. Well, where there is victory, there is a, a recounting of sorts. There is an assessment on the other side. And for the second consecutive Solheim Cup, Team USA has come up empty. They're going home with, with nothing to show for the effort other than the dignity that they displayed and a lot of really good golf, too, in fairness, that, that they played. It's just they ran into... a. LET side, a European side that was really tough uh, and, and played extremely well. It, all said and done, I thought it was a great competition, and I don't think there's, there's reason for anyone to hang their head in any degree of shame. So you're about to hear from uh, the U.S. side in terms of their thoughts and reactions uh, to everything that took place. I want to remind everybody that touredge.com is a great place to get started to see the full product line that is available from touredge. It is massive. And it includes everything right down to one of my favorite products that they have in their product line is the boxed sets. So if you have a child or if you have a grandchild or you have a loved one that is interested in golf or getting back into the game of golf or what have you, you can pick up these box sets and everything that they need to play the game is already in the box. Check it out at touredge.com. You also can check it out anywhere fine golf products are sold, including the PGA Tour Superstore. So with that, we send you off to Team USA. All right, we're here with representatives from Team USA. Happy to be joined by Captain Pat Hurst, Assistant Captain Stacy Lewis, and then Brittany Altamari and Yalimi No, who both had big singles wins today. Pat, I'm going to start with you. It wasn't the outcome you love, but as I just you would have liked, but as I just said, this was a week where you got to know and get to love these girls, and that was exactly right. What's your big takeaway uh, from this week here at Inverness? Oh, we had a great time. I mean, you know, the, the year and a half of, of getting together. You know, Yulimi didn't get together with us for, for most of it just because she played well the last two months. But um, overall, you know, the, the hard work that everyone put into and, and the bonding was a lot of fun. Um, you know, Team Europe played play great. And there's, I mean, someone has to lose, which is not fun. But you know what? It, it's just the way it is. And I think women's golf definitely uh, was the, the big winner along with Team Europe. 
Absolutely. Yalimi, we'll, we'll send it down to you. Overall, what was the experience like? A, a rookie a rookie year here. You didn't play like a rookie. You played well. That was quite a match you had there against uh, Mel today. Tell me about your overall takeaways. Yeah, it's just been an incredible week overall with the crowds and just the team and all the bonding and the amazing captains. And I'm so thankful to be a part of this team this year late last minute, but I'm so happy I was on it. And um, it's just been so amazing that I, I keep wanting to play. I hope I play um, in a couple more Skullin' Cups in my career. career. But um, just, yeah, just overall great experience. Awesome. Brittany, I'll come to you. You said you had to flip your match. You had to get that blue over to red, and you did it with a couple monster putts there on 13 and 14. Tell us about what was going through your mind as you started coming down the stretch, and particularly when you're pretty stoic out there. When we saw that double fist pump on 14, that got us riled up in here. I know. I want to see a double fist pump. Double fist pump, but it was a lot for her. Thanks, yeah. I mean, you know, I missed two short putts. Uh, one on the front and I think one on the back and I was just I was really mad you know like I, I knew I was better than that and I knew like I was due for a couple putts to go in and um, I had a pretty decent putt on 13 and on 14 and you know Carlotta's just I mean she's been in so many of them so I know that I had to do something I couldn't just stand there and try and wait for her to make a mistake so I just you know needed to turn it around. <laughs> And Stacy, will come to you. This is home for you. So glad to, to finally see this come together. And, and overall, what do you have to say about your team, your captain, and everyone here for USA? Um, well, I first have to say the city of Toledo killed it. Um, the fans were unbelievable. Um, I wish we could have given them a little bit more to cheer about today and kind of help, help get the momentum in our favor. But the fans killed it this week. Um, so... That's first, but, um, you know, it's been so much fun, you know, learning from Pat and, you know, trying to help her with pairings and because it, it's a hard, it's a hard deal. And, um, you know, you, she's got a couple year and a half or so to pre prepare. And then all of a sudden in an hour, you got to figure out what you're doing. So, um, so it's just been really cool to work with her and, um, just glad I got the opportunity and the girls played their heart out. You know, they just, those matches were so close. Um, so many matches went to 18, there's a putt or two here or there because um, we had a chance for a long time today. And, um, you know, just proud of these guys at the end that, you know, went out there that kind of flipped their matches and got their points. Absolutely. We'll open it up for questions. If you're on Zoom, shoot me a note in the chat or raise your hand. We'll start here in the back with Steve Eubanks. To Stacy and Pat, uh, 16 of the 28 matches went all the way to 18. In all of your experience, have you ever seen anything like that? And what does that say about the parity between the two sides now? Yeah, it's definitely telling you that the, the teams are getting much closer and the, and the competition's getting closer. So, I mean, going down to 18, you know, like, again, the first day, the first four matches went to 18, and you said how, how many went to 18? 16. 16. I, I mean, that's just unbelievable. You know, I, I don't think anyone would have thought that, considering we switched the, the nines because we didn't we thought that, their 18th hole was, yeah, wasn't going to get used that much, but it sure did this this week. Yeah, I, um, you know, last year obviously was probably even closer than this one, and I feel like last year a lot of matches went to 18, and um, it's probably one of the best European teams I think I've seen. Um, you know, they're just really, really a lot of good, great putters, not good putters, great putters, and um, and when it's tight like that, it's it's a put or two here and there. Thanks, Steve. We'll come over here on the right to Jordan. Uh, first for Pat, will you go back and, and dissect this thing and, and 
will you let that let your mind go there about second guessing and things like that? Are there any decisions that you would second guess or anything like that? I mean, there's nothing we can do, right? They all played well. Team Europe played just a little bit better than us, and that's how it became, you know, 15-13. So, no, I, I, I mean, I'm not going to go backwards. I don't go backwards. I, I just want to move forward. Um, you know, I had a great time. I, I'm, you know, I feel like last night was was a lot of fun, and the bonding uh, just got that much stronger last night. And no, I, I, I'm moving forward. And then, Stacy, I, I know how much this week meant to you and how much you put into it at the, the front end of this thing. Mm-hmm. To see what Toledo did and how this turned out, what did that mean to you? Oh, it was awesome. You know, we obviously we've been playing in Toledo for a long time with the Marathon Classic and Jamie Farr and all of that. But, I mean, this was a whole other level. I mean, there are so many people out there. Um, it was hard to get around in a golf cart at times, so... Uh, it's just it's a great day for women's golf I mean that's what it's about and um, but trust me we want to win this thing and we're going to go get it back in in Spain thanks Jordan over to the left to Amy Rogers Pat did you ever consider deviating from your strategy or you know getting away from some of the pods when things didn't go your way early in the week what do you think Stacy did I ever want to deviate no I, I had, had a plan. I heard that a lot. Yes. No, I had a plan, and I stuck to it. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty consistent. Um, everyone knew where they, what we were going to do, and I wasn't going to go away from that, and I, and I didn't. Would you like another shot at it, the next uh, Solheim Cup? Of course I would love another shot at it, but I just don't know if that's going to be, you know, that's going to be possible. But, um, you know, I love this. I love being part of it. Um, you know, whatever happens, happens. You know, I... You know, I, w- I would do this for the rest of my life if I could. Thank you. Thanks, Amy. We'll go now to Beth Ann. Pat, you've, you've seen a lot of players in the Solheim Cup. I'm just curious what you thought of Leona McGuire, who, who went out and, and was undefeated and played in all five matches. How, what impressed you the most about her play? I mean, she's good. She's young. She's good. She's going to be around for a long time. She's, she, she's the one that we're going to have to fear, uh, for, like I said, for a long time. Um, you know, she played at what Duke it was, and, and just she was good there. Um, and I, I think this is only going to elevate her game even that much more. And just just the overall atmosphere of the week, uh, can you just speak to how this event has grown in, in your time on the LPGA? Yeah, you know, I played in 98 um, at Mirfield Village, my first Solheim Cup, and that was I thought that was pretty huge. But you know what? I think we broke every record this week starting from the practice rounds, and that tells you where um, golf is at, and and I think women's golf is elevating, and that's helping us a a lot. Um, The players are getting better. The golf is getting better. It's just, it's a lot of fun to be out here and to watch, you know, watch good golf. Thank you. Thanks, Beth Ann. Any more questions? Roy, do you mind walking over to the microphone, please, so we can hear you? My question is, Inverness has um, been a course that's hosted a lot of major championships. What, it, what was the course like for you ladies this week? Is this something that, that the women want to test themselves coming up in the future? you Amy Britt, we'll go with you. Yeah, I mean, the golf course is in great shape. I mean, it's a great test of golf. It's, it's hard. You, you, um, you can't really make a lot of I mean, you have to hit fairways, and they made the greens firm and fast, and you know, it rewarded good shots, and if you didn't, you got penalized. And I, you know, I think that's what a major championship golf course does, and I, I think it showed that this week. Thank you, Yelimi. Would you like mind answering that as well? Oh yeah, I totally agree with uh, Brittany said. Um, this is probably one of the best courses I played when I played. 
um, in the program for marathon, I, I think. Um, I was just, it was so memorable. Every hole is unique and very challenging, and I think it was a great test for all of us, especially, especially in match play. Awesome. Anything further? Well, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate your time this week. Enjoy your evening, and uh, we'll see you in Spain in two years. Team USA, in the wake of their loss to the European Solheim Cup team, it was, regardless, a fantastic competition. Uh, the city of Toledo, the, the state of Ohio, the United States Solheim Cup team as host of this event, the team itself with the effort that they put forth, all can be very proud of what took place because it was a great celebration of the game of golf. It was so enjoyable to watch this competition unfold over the last few days. And it was particularly enjoyable watching the singles where at one point, it looked, I mean, either side, whoever who was going to win, you don't want to see a landslide by one side. You want to see great competition, right? And ultimately, that's exactly what it was as it, as it came down to the final few matches. When it was all said and done, it was a two-point victory for the European Solheim Cup team. Thank you so much for your company today. The next time that we are together, we are going to be up at Boeing Golf, and we cannot wait. Have a great one. Be careful, be well, and goodbye for now. If I told you legends like Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross have designed and inspired more than 10 breathtaking courses and they're all in one place, would you believe me? Where is this special place? How far do I have to travel for this golfing nirvana? The answer could both surprise and delight you. It's right around the corner in the heartland of the country. It's Boyne Golf in Northern Michigan. It's a destination so special, so unique, that you'll think you're playing golf on a work of art along the cliffs of the Monterey Peninsula or the raw sweeping landscapes of Scotland. From elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled golf vacation experience. Log on to BoyneGolf.com and see why they're at the heart of America's summer golf capital. Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone, from kids' fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old-world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with TheGolfTravelGroup.com. It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. It is the all-new Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try the new Tour B. The Tour Ball. Reinvented. Let's face it, there's no better feeling than getting new golf gear. And where you get your golf gear matters. 
PGA Tour Superstore is America's number one golf retailer. Whatever you're looking for, they have it. And you can get custom fit. You can shop online or safely in their stores. At the PGA Tour Superstore, you'll always find golf's biggest brands and all the latest equipment right at your fingertips. If you need it or want it, they've got it. Log on to PGATourSuperstore.com to upgrade your game today. Ireland is home to over 400 courses, including a third of the world's natural links and a selection of exceptional championship courses in amazing locations, as well as hosting the prestigious Ryder Cup, Solheim Cup, and the Open. Experience golf like you never have before from Royal Port Rush, Royal County Down, Port Marnock, Lahinch, Valley Bunyan, or Lee. Let yourself be embraced by the culture and history and feel the warmth of the Irish people who will make you feel as though you have not left home, but returned to it. For more information, log on to Ireland.com.